Hey, friend, I don't know if you know this, but I have a new book coming out on March 5th. It's called Protect Your Peace, Non-Unapologetic Principles to Thrive in a Chaotic World. And I would love your support by pre-ordering my book. Go to TrentSheldon.com slash book. Why pre-order? Because as an author, it helps me. Get on more TV shows. The book gets in more stores. And for you, you get a whole bunch of cool free stuff that will go away soon if you don't pre-order. So go pre-order the book. Get the book. This book is going to change the world. Let's get it. Hey, what's up? This is Trent Shelton. Some people know me as an author, as a speaker, as an athlete. Some people know me as the guy whose videos pop up in their social media feeds. But at the end of the day, I'm simply a man on a mission. I want to help you transform your life using the exact tools I use to transform mine. I won't say I have all the answers, but I will do everything I can to help you find yours. My goal isn't to reach millions. My goal is to reach you. Welcome to Straight Up. Let's get it. Hey, listen, I'm going to be straight up with you and get right into this. Today's my mother's birthday. Obviously, my mother gained her wings in March, so she's no longer here physically. But this is a message that I know she would be proud of, that I want you to really like listen to with your soul. I don't want you just watching this if you're on YouTube. I don't want you just hearing this if you're listening to this through the podcast audios. What I want you to do is I want you to feel this. I want you to feel it. I want to share some real quick about my mom and something I learned that she taught me in our darkest moments. She taught me how to have unconditional praise, unconditional faith. You see, we all went through COVID where we had to be locked in our house, but my, mo- my mother was on her life bed. I don't like to say deathbed because she gained life. She was on her life bed for about five months. Couldn't move from it for five months. Obviously, you know the story, sick, throwing up, all the things above, right? Battling cancer. But still, even in her darkest moments, even when she was gasping for breath, even as she was transitioning, she was still praising. And I want to let that breathe for a moment. Because a lot of us, we only praise, we only are grateful when everything is going right in our life. But in her darkest moments, she taught me that I'm still in control of my praise. I'm still in control of my gratitude, no matter how it may look. You can't kill the spirit inside of me. You can take my body, but you can't take my soul. And so you listening to this message right now. I want you to think about that. Because some of us, we only go for it, we only do it, we we only want to go hard when everything is right, we only want to be happy when things are right, we only want to praise when things are going well, but when your back's against the wall, are you still going to have that faith? You see, my mother taught me a few things as I celebrate her life today, and these three things are things that you need to hear. It's probably going to be 15 because y'all know me. But again, I want you to lock in with me. I don't want you just listening or watching. I need you to think about how you're going to apply this to your life. How you're going to use this to make your life better. But it's a few things that she taught me. And the first thing that she taught me 
is that you don't have time. Seeing my mother go through this situation and her life drastically changing in a year, in a few months, you don't have time. Seeing one of my AAU coaches, seeing him walk four months ago, now he's passed away. You don't have time. And some of you, what you're doing, you're living like you got time. You're living like you can control time. Some of us, we live our life wasting our life because we wait on perfection in this perfection culture. We wait until we actually get to the destination. One of the regrets that I have that sits in my soul with my mom is that I wish I would have pushed her harder to write her book. But my mother, she didn't want to write the book until she was completely healed physically. And I kept telling my mom, man, take them on the journey. But she was waiting till she got to that destination. And we're going to get that book out. Believe that. But I wish I would have pushed her a little bit harder to say, no, do it now. We don't know how much time you have. I don't know how much time I have. You listen to this. You don't know how much time you have. And some of you are waiting. You're waiting. And you're afraid to take people on a journey because you're afraid to be criticized. You're afraid to start small. You're afraid to fail. You're afraid to be judged. Take them on a damn journey. Forget this perfection culture where they made it cool not to try, where they made it cool not to progress, where it made it cool not to show your imperfections. Take them on the journey like I've been taking you on my healing journey for these past few months as I've been in the darkest season in my life. People need to see your journey. But a lot of us, what we do is we sit back like we have time. If you understood how much time you have left, if God showed you the shot clock, the scoreboard, and you knew exactly how much time you had left, how would you be living? And I'm not trying to put fear in your heart, but I'm trying to put reality in your mind. I had a dream a few nights ago, and I'm going to share this dream with you. And I'm going to try to articulate it as best as I can. But I had two dreams in one night. You ever had that where you wake up and you're like, oh, I'm glad I woke up. And you go back to sleep and then the next dream is even more deeper. <laughs> and so this dream... My athletes out there, my basketball players, you're going to relate to this. Even my football players. But in this dream, I was playing on the team. And I was a little bit younger. I had, you know, all my friends there. I had my parents there. I had my friends, my family, my kids there. Everybody was there. Everybody I cared about was there. And in this dream, we were playing with a running clock. If you're a sports player, you hate running clocks. Because the clock only stops for fouls most of the time. The clock sometimes don't even stop at all to the last two minutes. Or the clock stops for timeouts. And so in the beginning of this game, the first and second quarter, I was on cruise control. I was like, I can turn it up. I got time. I kept telling myself, oh, we got time. I got time. I can just kind of tiptoe in this game. I don't have to give my all right now because I can turn it on because I got time. And I'm thinking that the clock is going to stop. But as we, as I fast forward this story, because I don't want to tell the whole story during this podcast, but as I, tell, as I fast forward this story, during this game, the clock would not stop. I was fouling people. The clock wouldn't stop. It kept ticking. Tick, tick. It kept going. I said, well, I can use my timeouts. I called timeout. The clock would not stop. I purposely made the ball go out of bounds. The clock would not stop. I even pulled this where 
I bent down to tie my shoe thinking that the refs would stop the clock. The clock would not stop. I went to the scores table and I was complaining and say, man, you got to stop this clock. It's supposed to stop. And no matter how hard I yelled, they wouldn't stop the clock. And the clock kept on going. And I felt a sense of urgency as I saw the fourth quarter come. As I saw two minutes turn to one minute, one minute turn to 30 seconds, 30 seconds turn to 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Time out, time out. Five. Foul, foul, foul. Four. Three. Two. One. And the game was over. And I lost because I didn't take that game seriously. I kept telling myself that I had time until the time ran out. I lost that game. I woke up and I was like, whew, man, I'm glad it was just a dream. But I was still sleepy, so I went back to sleep. Then I go back to sleep the same night. I had this, this another dream. And this dream, man, these dreams were so vivid. You ever had those dreams that were so vivid? They just felt real? Like you knew it was real. You knew, right? It was a sign to your life. And then this dream, it was weird. It was this big, it was this big like can, like this huge like barrel. And it had a top. And this top, like it, it was huge. Just to picture like, a Coke, a Coke bottle or any type of bottle that you drink out of a water bottle. You know, how you kind of screw the bottle on, right? And it screws so it gets tight. So it was just like that, but it was like huge, like huge, huge. And I remember watching this, this barrel, this top get screwed on. And I was telling myself, oh, this is going to take forever. I got time. And there was something in the barrel. I don't know what was in there. But it was something in there that I really wanted to see or I really wanted. I don't know what it was. And I was trying to stop this barrel from closing. But this barrel kept closing. No matter how hard I yelled to the construction workers to stop, I tried to stop this even though it was way too big for me to stop it. I yelled. It kept closing. It kept closing until it got to a point where it was closed. And whatever was in that barrel I couldn't get to it. I woke up and had tears in my eyes because it made me remember. And I'm going to try not to break down right here, guys. But it made me remember not just with my mother, with my grandmother, those that I love. You ever been in this situation or exactly what I'm talking about? It made me remember when they were closing my mom's casket. And I wanted them to stop. I wanted to stop and I wanted to yell. And I knew I couldn't yell out loud because I didn't want to look like that person. But I was yelling internally. I was saying, stop. I was saying, I need more time. I need more time with my mom. There's some things we didn't get to do. There's some things I didn't get to say because... I thought I had time. Just like you. 
but I couldn't stop that casket from closing. And I remember getting to the cemetery and I had front row seats at seeing my mother be lowered in the ground. And they kept lowering her one foot, two feet, three feet. And that same scream, that silent scream that said, stop, I need more time. Five, six feet. It stopped. Then they started shoveling dirt on my mom. And I couldn't stop the time. You might say, Trent, what, is ha what does this have anything to do with my life? Maybe it's not a loved one that you're wasting time with. Maybe it is. Maybe it's your kids. I mean, we're programmed so much in this life to waste time with social media, with so many distractions that we take our focus off the things that truly matter in our life. Right? We, we allow procrastination. We're in the procrastination generation where we allow procrastination to say, I got time. Or you allow fear to control your life. And you're living as if the sun is going to stop rising. The sun's going to pause. And I want to tell you something. The sun is going to keep rising. Write this down somewhere and, and tattoo this on your heart. Put it on a sticky note on your mirror so you can see this every single day you wake up. The sun is going to keep rising. This world, no matter what, no matter how much you try to stop it, the globe is going to keep spinning. People are going to keep living. And time is going to keep ticking. And in those moments, you have to ask yourself, am I living my life? Am I getting the most out of my life? Or am I wasting it? Because it's not worth it. Because you're going to get to a point when your game of life hits zero, zero, zero. Or somebody you love's game of life hits zero, zero, zero. And no matter how hard you try, no matter how hard you pray, no matter how much you cry, you can't put more time on the clock. You can't. It's done. And what happens then is that we live in regret because we didn't cherish the, the time that we had with ourselves, the time that we had with our dream, the time that we had with our kids, the time that we had with our friends, the time that we had with our loved ones. My mom taught me that. Her life taught me that is that you don't have time, Trent. Because you're not old or young based upon your birthday. You're old or young based upon your death date. And none of us know when that day is going to come. The second thing that my mom taught me was that you got to take ownership over your life. You got to take ownership over your life. I remember sitting in that cemetery and saying, you know what? I'm taking ownership over my life. And whatever that means to you, maybe that means you respecting yourself. Maybe that means you're removing yourself from toxic environments because some of us, we are in environments in our life that cause pain, but we want peace. You can't be in an environment of pain and expect to have peace in your life. Some of you, ownership over your life means you're not waiting no more for somebody else to do something for your life. It's yours. And so many of us, we sit and we wait. We wait for people to support us. We wait for people to validate us. We wait for people to approve of us. We wait for forgiveness. 
We wait for understanding. We wait for closure. You got to take ownership over your life. You got to take full responsibility over your life. Because nobody's going to do it for you but you. Please understand that. Yes, people will help you. People will pray for you. But at the end of the day, it is not going to happen unless you do it. It is not going to happen without your permission. You got to take ownership over your life. You got to start setting those boundaries that don't budge. And I'm going to tell you something. When you start taking ownership over your life, when you say, you know what, I'm not being around that no more. When, I, I, you, when you say, you know what, I'm not accepting that no more. When you say, you know what, I'm going to stop saying yes to everybody. Because I've been saying no to myself for far too long. And I'm going to be more self-aware in my life. I'm going to tell you, when you start taking ownership of your life, people ain't going to like it. And that's something I learned from my mother. People ain't going to like it. People going to call you stuck up. People going to call you difficult to work with when all you do is be fair to yourself. When you stop being unfair to yourself, people aren't going to like it. But you got to take ownership over your life. And if you don't, guess what? People will control you. This world will control you. Judgment will control you. Fear will control you. Failure will control you. Opinions will control you. All these things, social media will control you. Distractions will control you if you don't take ownership over your life. That's not being difficult, that's being disciplined. And if you don't do it for you, who's going to do it? Who's going to do it? If you don't set the tone for your life, who's going to do it? Who are you waiting on? Because the more that you wait, the more time that you're losing. If you truly understood that time was the greatest luxury, you will start valuing the time. And you will stop wasting your time on people. You will start wasting your time on bad business. You will stop wasting your time on things that don't bring your life peace. You will stop wasting your time on things that just bring drama. You will stop wasting your time entertaining nonsense. You will stop wasting time because you take ownership over your life. Because if you don't take ownership over your life, the things that you cannot control will control you. I promise you that. The third thing I want to talk about today, and I'm almost done. And I'm going to calm down for this one. Is that through my mother, through life in general, you got to be grateful, man. And I know y'all heard this all the time, right? Personal development. Oh, be grateful, be, you know, practice gratitude, all that stuff. But I want to break it down on why it's so important. Even in your hardest moments. And I'll piggyback what I said earlier. When I saw my mom having gratitude for the small things. For the small things that we take for granted. Me having gratitude, seeing my mom be able to eat. The small things we take for granted. Being, seeing her being able to drink when she wasn't drinking. To drink some water. Drink some juice. 
I was so grateful. Even when I would massage her hands and she would say, ow. I was grateful. Because even though that caused her a little pain, I had to stop. I was grateful that she was able to feel that pain in that moment. Not all the pain she endured, because I prayed God to take that pain away. But just to hear her respond in that moment, I was grateful. To hear the sound of her voice, I was grateful. Something that I took for granted, like we all do. This moment right now, because this is where life changes for you, if you allow it to. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to picture everything in your life that you're taking for granted. Everything in your life, the people in your life, your health, whatever it may be, the things that truly matter. You might say, Trent, how do I figure that out? Simple. If you lost it today, how would it impact your life? You go down that list. If you lost your kids today, how would it impact your life? You lost your parents today, how would it impact your life? You lost your health today, how would it impact your life? You see, as humans, we're programmed to get used to it. And I need you to lock in right now because I'm telling you, this information is going to change your life forever. If you allow it to. You see, as humans, we're programmed to get used to it. So no matter what it is, how great it is, how big it is, how exciting it is, you're going to get used to it. Million dollars, you're going to get used to it. A blue check by your name on social media, you're going to get used to it. 12,000 people walking on stage, you're going to get used to it. Your marriage, being a mother, being a father, you're going to get used to it. And it's not because there's something wrong with you. It's because you're a human being. And that's how our brains are programmed to get used to it. You might ask, why is that trend? Because we're programmed to adapt, to adjust. To adapt and adjust. That's what we're programmed to do. So no matter what you're in, whatever environment, whatever you receive, you're going to get used to it. Think about it right now. Think about something that you pray for. That you now take for granted. Think about something that you hope for and work for and say, man, if I ever got this. That you now take for granted. This definition is called hedonic adaptation. I want you to do more research on it because I used to feel guilty for getting used to it. I'd be like, man, I'm, I'm supposed to feel more in this moment. But it was one practice that I wasn't practicing that was the enemy to me getting used to it. And that was gratitude. You see, no matter how great something is or how bad something is, you're going to always come back to a set point in your life. So if something brings you 100% happiness, 
you're going to go back to that 50% set point over time. If something brings you negative in your life, more than likely you're going to go back to that set point over time. And if you don't have active gratitude, active, what's active intentional gratitude, Trent, is this. It's being able to look at your kids. And I've been doing this for the last few weeks. Because sometimes your kids get on your nerves, right? As parents, you're like, man, this is, man, these kids, whoo. But then I look at my kids, I put down my damn cell phone. That's keeping me from being present with my children. Just like you. And I think about the moments when I first held my kids and how it made me feel. Active gratitude. And in that moment of having active gratitude, it makes me more present in the moment with my kids. I think about my wife. I go back to the moment when we had our wedding day, when we had our honeymoon. And I have that act of gratitude that brings so much appreciation for her in that moment. Act of gratitude. With rehab time, I go back to those days when I would travel across the country, be 20 people show up, and I was so happy. Active gratitude. And the more you have active gratitude, the higher that set point gets in your life. And the goal is to get that set point as high as it can so you can stay and live, which is very hard. I'm not there yet. But you can stay and live in active gratitude. I remember moving into our house and stepping on the backyard when it was getting built. And I sat back there and I was so happy. I was like, wow, man, we did it. I remember getting the swimming pool and I was like, man, we have a swimming pool back here. So excited. Then I caught, my, caught myself getting used to it. Caught myself complaining about little things in the house. Complaining about little things with the swimming pool. Because I got used to it. And when you get used to it, you lose gratitude. When you lose gratitude, you take it for granted. And when you take it for granted, the near future, regret will set into your soul. And sometimes re regret can't be reversed. So what do I do now when I go to my swimming pool? I think about the moments. When I step into my house, I think about the moments when we first got this house, when I would step in my backyard and be so grateful. Active gratitude. Act of gratitude will change your life. If you feel like you should be more grateful for whatever area in your life, you feel like something's missing, the appreciation is missing. Go back to the moment when you first received what you prayed for. Go back to that moment. Go back to that environment. I often go back to my parents' house where I started rehab time. Act of gratitude. And you better believe when I walk into my room, immediately I feel the emotions and like, man, look how far I've came. I'm sharing this with you because I know it can be life changing. 
Remember, you don't have time, man. Remember, take ownership over your life. And remember to have active gratitude. You know, if I can be super straight up as I end this episode, that's something that I, w- I wish I would have had more with my mom. Was it an act of gratitude? But I have active gratitude right now with her. So don't wait till it's too late to understand that truth. Because that truth and these truths that we talked about today is what life is truly about. It will change your relationships with your husband, with your wife, with your kids, with your dream, with your gift, with your friends. It will change your life because you have to understand, and I'm not trying to put fear in your heart, guys, but reality on your mind. That whatever it is, is going to come to an end. Forever can end tomorrow. Forever has an expiration date. And one of the best ways to activate that act of gratitude is to understand, and I do this with everybody that I come around, everything that I do lately, and it's really changed my soul. As I tell myself, my days are numbered with this. My days are numbered with my kids. My days are numbered with my wife. My days are numbered with my father. My days are numbered with this dream. You might say, Trent, why are you speaking? I'm not speaking death, right? It's not a death sentence. It's a life sentence. When I say numbered, I'm not just talking about life and death. You get one time to raise your kid. They're not going to be a toddler forever. They're not going to be a teenager forever. You're not going to have that dream forever. Things change. And so when you come to situations with the end in mind, and you say, you know, one day, hopefully long away from now, this is going to end. You will find a tremendous amount of appreciation in the moment to have active gratitude and to realize what you truly have that's right in front of your face. Don't wait till somebody's six feet deep. Don't wait till it's over. Don't wait till it's done. Because if you do that, I promise you, you will have regret. Everything has an expiration date. But when that expiration date comes, you either can rejoice because you knew you cherished the hell out of it. But you can regret because you knew you took it for granted. Like I said, in every single episode, video, message, it all starts with you. Tag somebody that needs to hear this. Share this. Hit me up on Instagram. If you listen to this, go to my YouTube. YouTube, listen to this on Apple, Spotify, all those podcasts, TrentShelton.com has every single episode. Just go to TrentShelton.com. But I pray this message really touched your heart. 
Rest in heaven to my mother, Aquanetta Stewart Shelton. I miss you, man. Happy birthday. And thank you for everything. Because I'm nothing without you. I appreciate you, mom. Let's get it. Straight Up is hosted and recorded by me, Trent Shelton. The episodes are produced by Chelsea Harfouche and mixed and edited by Andrew Weller. Cameron Berkman is our executive producer. Straight Up with Trent Shelton is a production of The Hollis Company. Hey, what up, y'all? It's that time of the year. Everybody's talking about forming new and healthier habits. Change your habits, change your life, right? Listen, I love it. I'm sure you started some new habits this year. I know I did. But the question is, how are you tracking those habits? Have you ever wondered, like, which habits matter most? Which habits are you tracking daily, weekly, monthly? A lot of people know they need to improve their habits, but let's be real. They don't know where to start. That's why I think you'll love Growth Day. The world's number one, I didn't say two, three, four, number one self-improvement system. Growth Day, what it does is it helps you track proven habits that lead to long-term success, not that short stuff, long-term, lasting change, well-being, and positive relationships. And check this out. You can get a free trial right now at growthday.com. What you measure, you can change. The reason people love Growth Day is that you can score your habits every day, week, month, and when you do... You get targeted classes to improve those habits. When you sign up today, you also get Growth Day's Mindset Journal, Wellness Challenges, and in-depth personal development courses from the industry's biggest names. And don't forget, I teach live every single month in Growth Day, too. You got that right. Yes, every single month, I teach a new personal growth topic to help you advance your life. Download Growth Day from the App Store on your phone or start your free trial right now at growthday.com. Let's get it. Hey, y'all, what's up? I'm super excited to share this with y'all. I need like a drum roll. I need like a band. But listen, this podcast, the Straight Up Podcast, is now a part of the Growth Day Network. I told y'all, man, we turn it up this year. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world, purpose to the world, impact to the world, and to support shows and brands we believe in. That's why I'm a part of Growth Day. It's all about purpose. It's all about power. It's all about impact. And guess what? One of my friends, one of my homies is on this network also, and I need you to go subscribe to their show, The Boss Bay Podcast. I'm sure you already heard of it, but if you haven't, here you go. Natalie and Danielle are amazing. The interviews are amazing. Their strategies are amazing. If you're about that growth life, The Boss Bay Podcast will grow your life, like straight up. I know you're going to love them. I know you're going to love the show. Go check it out. Go subscribe today and you will not regret it. Let's get it.